Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 478 of the year edition. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneed. What's up? Corey Feinside. Game time, bitches. And Tony Quickenockis. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. Bitches uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. So welcome, listeners and viewers, to 478 of the year. Uh, this is 20, now 2019's best disappointing and surprising games that we've played. Uh, we talked about it now extensively on the movie cast and beforehand. We're going to be doing our anticipated stuff uh, the next week. I know we, we teased you guys doing a, of the decade, and that will be the following week after that. Uh, I want to give, like I said to Corey before we started this whole thing, I'm, just a little bit more time. It, it, there's mm-hmm. so much of the decade to go sift through uh, that uh, I, I do want to kind of double check things uh, and make sure that, it, it, you know, the game, ca- the game side of things for me is actually pretty straightforward. It's the movie side for me that I'm just like, mm, I, you know, I don't know where this actually falls. Uh, you know, my number one for the decade for games is, I think, straightforward, and I, I'm sure anybody that's a fan of the podcast probably knows what that is. Uh, but anyways, this is of the year of, the, of 2019, so let's let's do this. Let's get into this. Uh, Video you know, games. Again, before we start, we may mention spoilers for stuff. Uh, this is of the year, so like, I'm sorry if we do. We will try to mention that we're going to do it beforehand. Uh, you know, so if we're talking about a game, kind of just be ready on the skip button, possibly. Uh, we don't always do it. We don't do it on purpose. Okay. Well, at least uh, back to the game first before yeah. we say it. So, so yeah. something you're super spoiler um, you know, sensitive Conscious to, just of, yeah. skip ahead. Yeah. yeah. So now, disappointing game of the year. Uh, I will start this conversation off. Of course, start us off in the movie cast. Uh, I will start this conversation off that I had every intention of listing, like, Outer Worlds for me was really good game that... Trying to get two in here, are you, Jim? Trying to get two. (laughs) That that fell flat ultimately in the second half, and I think Ultimate Alliance three was just like a flat game for me that I just was like, "Eh, that's disappointing, Uh, because I I I thought it had a great obviously has a great foundation, and I just was wanting something better. And then so I originally actually had Outer Worlds as my disappointing, and I'm like I I erased it um, like last week because I'm like there's only one game that fits this category because it's so bad it needs to be disappointing it it, it disservices like outer worlds which is not a bad game and and ultimate alliance which is not a bad game because like to put those as disappointing doesn't make sense like anthem is the most disappointing <laughs> game of 2019 for myself i'm not sure who anybody else here said did that you, did you play it yes absolutely i played okay. it yeah i even played the, the pre the the alpha and the yeah the, so uh yeah I, this game is a game that has not improved uh this is this is a game as a service that has not improved uh it's complete it's broken it's a terrible foundation uh it's um not a great story it's got cool concepts like jetpacks and uh cool weapons and necks well robots you know outfits and stuff but you know but it's ultimately falls flat in its execution and it fails to give you that end game content that destiny has fixed like the thing i think that the best point about this game for me was like destiny uh, bungie righted their course very quickly when they made the mistakes like uh they fixed destiny and then destiny 2 had the same skips when it started but they fixed it so they, they they were dedicated and they fixed it anthem is in the cycles of when they fix something they break something else as they go. Uh, like, And I've, I've followed this all year. I followed this progress of this game. I did. Yeah. Uh, because it was such a... Should like, show. Yeah, I mean, Bioware was this great thing. And and 
of the decade. It will be on my list. Uh, it's just that company will be on my list. It's just they are so far away from what they used to be. And this is the problem sometimes when you have studios being acquired by bigger studios like EA bought them. And, you know, so you like expect these greatness from them. And EA has such a bad track record of what they do with these studios that they purchase. They just make them shells on themselves. And that's, I mean, this game has to be the most disappointing game of 2019. Like you guys can list whatever you want. But it is, and it, like it's such. So a you didn't get two, Jim. You got three in there. All right, all right. All right. I, 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 <laughs> so there we go. That's why I want to start this one off. Go ahead, Corey. What's your What's your? No, most I, I totally agree with you. I mean, there was no doubt in my mind that Anthem was going to be my most disappointing game of this year. Oh, you played it too, Corey? Yeah, I played the alpha, the beta, and I oh. unfortunately, yeah. I mean, it's funny because everything about like the fact that you think, okay. They're le- they're gonna learn. They're gonna learn. They're gonna learn. Like there's these games. There's these models. There's these like products out there that you're going to learn from. And then Bungie, you do the opposite. Has the framework. Oh, yeah. quality of life. How about we skip all this quality of life and make it as hard as possible for you to enjoy this game? Oh, you got a new weapon? You can't use that. That's Not until worst. you go back home. That is the <laughs> worst part about this game. You cannot change your loadouts until you go back to your base. You can find a great weapon, but you don't get to use it until you go back and it's change. Your... There's two. There's Two or three load screens to get to that point. Yeah. So it's, it's for something that's supposed to be a looter shooter. It's like that's a core critical element here. Like how could you, how could you miss on that? How? Like, yeah. 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 And so, again, like Jim said no follow up with trying to fix the game. And when they do try to fix it, it's been a year and they're not doing shit. No, this was fun. Jim, Let's break that. Jim, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe at E3, whatever it was, when they first showed off Anthem. Yeah, you were high, like super high. high on that, right? And I think, yeah, because and I tried I, to pull you down. I want to believe that Bioware. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe that Bioware can make something that we like. Like I want um, to believe, this. and they keep itself, kicking me in the nuts every time they do it. You see, I didn't play this game, but it looked interesting. It, yeah. The gameplay cool still concept. looks yeah. great. It's kind of a cool concept. I was gonna wait for its like real release, and then like by then there was already a shit show. There was no so. real release. Heads up, Mike! It's still in development. Like <laughs> it's not released yet. Their roadmap got a roadmap. Yeah, yeah the roadmap. <laughs> uh, I don't. It's, it's they right. had a roadmap of where they were going. The first step, I think, on that roadmap, they haven't reached yet. Yeah. Well, they even said like right before the holidays, like, uh, yeah, that roadmap, we we got to get rid of it, like just whatever. And I and I think the co- the head like online component guy or whatever, whatever his title is, he just left or something like that. So it's just like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not what you want to see. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. All right. Uh, Tony, what was your most disappointing? Uh, you mentioned both of them. Actually, I'm going to cheat a little bit, um, but it's a tie for me. Uh, Cause I was thinking about like, Oh man, what games did I play this year? And I didn't beat, I didn't beat. And there are three games. And one of them was just because like, I needed a break because it was just brutal. And <clears throat> So, but that doesn't count. But both Outer Worlds and Ultimate Alliance Three were just like they're just okay, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and okay to good. And in a normal year, they would be disappointing games. Yeah. Because they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, both World of them. It's like, without Anthem. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's what I meant by that statement. It's ser- the both games are serviceable. Like if yeah. somebody's like, I want to play. This, yeah, it's like it's fun. There's yeah. nothing egregious about them. But it's just no. like, um, you know, Ultimate Alliance, yeah. like the co-op. You know, that mode should just be like the way to play instead of like the single player mode because i think all of us played it 
you know, single player. Uh, I don't think we ever played co-op at all. Um, and then with uh, Outer Worlds, you know, I had been longing for a game because Fallout 4 disappointed me. And Fallout 76 wasn't, you know, wasn't even, uh, you know, on my radar in terms of, like, my interest level. So I was, like, really excited. And, like, that first world, yeah, was it was great. I was, like, awesome, feeling good. And then just as soon as you got off, I'm like, okay, like, hopefully you know, I'm done with this ship now. Like, that's fine. Like, the second planet you know i'm excited to see what's going to happen and just like i land and the first enemy is like the same exact like monkey looking whatever i'm just like what the fuck are you doing here like a monkey boar what like <laughs> like what are you doing here how how do you exist on a different planet like yeah. just like slightly recolored like it's a fucking super nintendo beat em up game where it's like this is ralph and this slight color variation in him is mouth or something like that it's like what are you talking about Ralph, Ralph, it is wow. like an old yeah. school color shader yeah, yeah thing yeah, yeah. so it, that totally totally broke my immersion because i was like no fuck this like i just and it was one of the things that came out i forget what game came out like right around that and i was like all right i'm, I'm i lost my interest so i'm going back to that so i'm not saying it's a bad game it's just disappointing yeah. in terms of like it had been built up and i was really looking forward to it and just being you know something i thought it was going to be and it just kind of fell short a little bit not bad yeah. just disappointing to me Okay. Uh, Mike, disappointing. So, here's the thing for me. <laughs> there's there's only five new games that I played this year. And of my top five, four through two, I could put all of them on my disappointing <laughs> list. Um, this however, <laughs> yeah. But, so, this game I really liked, but it's also disappointing, and it's also Outer Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is amazing! I did not expect that out of you. Yeah, this is this is incredible. This is incredible. Go on, I want to hear. The thing is, because of the other games that I mentioned, I was either expected less from. I expected more from Outer Worlds than what I got. Um, the pedigree, you know. So, like but I, I really liked it, and it's pretty high on my list. Yeah, just just wait till the follow up conversation we're about to have on this. But go on, yeah, keep going. Uh, keep going. But for me, I don't. I didn't like the enemy variety either, but that wasn't like the big breaking thing for me. For me, it was that, um, first of all, one of their, their key things was this flaw system where when you look at it, it's pretty much, but their, their new, their new sort of RPG thing that they were adding didn't really pan out. But for what got me was there's just nothing really interesting to collect. Like as far as like armor, and yeah. uh, and and weapons exploring out there the there weapons, really wasn't anything worth to explore the world the weapons were kind of limited like there there were some interesting well, you're weapons you're waiting for inner worlds where there's more interesting things <laughs> to get <laughs> yeah no i was just looking for like for me like i know rpg like the, the rpg stuff as far as building your character and choosing perks that's there in spades but i was looking for real game changing and interesting like loot to like find in the world mm, and like yeah. stuff and it the 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 looks of the armor is all kind of samey, and yeah. and that's where it sort of broke it for me. And of course, I wanted a bigger game in general, but I knew it was going to be smallish. But yeah, even like the armor, they color palleted, they they swapped yeah, it. There, it wasn't. I was just looking for better stuff to find in the world. There just needed to be more to the game. The core of it, I loved. I loved the companions, their quests. Although there was no point to the companion quests, I, I kind of was. I was kind of. Well, that that's like <laughs> most of the game, <laughs> but. 
it is it is unfortunate. I was kind of hoping for more of a Mass Effect two scenario where it mattered more. If you, if you did the companion quests, you get slightly different vignettes at the end, but. Uh, I just wanted a little bit more to it and just more of an incentive to explore than it gave you. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is one of those games where I feel like I, I, I love that it like a, a, a smaller budget. And I'm, I'm not saying it's like a cheap game, but like compared to like a Fallout or, you know, Skyrim or whatever like that, it, it's definitely budget in comparison where like that's awesome. And I think it's cool that a smaller scope game can succeed. But I think it was like just a, like one or two marks short of where it should have been in terms of like that cross discussion of like smaller scope but still like enough to like you know really chew on you know and i think that's what you're going for mike where it's like it's delicious like the core there is great it's just you know you kind of want more of that like the loot more of the interesting locations more of the whatever and, and i totally agree with all that again it's not a bad game it's just like you know so after that it, like, i want to play fallout again you know it's pretty it's pretty high on my list but i, yeah. I will I will just continue this conversation with Outer Worlds as my most surprising game of 2019. <laughs> okay. uh, because, again, as we said, it's, it's not a great game, and I didn't put it as my most disappointing. Ultimately, I mentioned it. Uh, I didn't know this was a game I wanted to play. Like, I didn't know that I was missing a Fallout kind of game. Like, Fallout 4, you don't realize how bad it... Like, I didn't like it. I didn't like Fallout 4 at all. <laughs> and then, like, you play this game, and you're like, I, this is the game I want... This is what I want Fallout to be, like, but more. Like and we mentioned it so many times in the podcast, but for that still is my most surprising game of 2019 because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I'm I'm like hungering for that genre of a game right now, uh, and it was a great start. It was a great start. I think that they just I think they fell flat in their whole second half. Like even like the story goes off like just doesn't happen really in the second half of this game. I feel like every where they bring you, it just there was not it was not a great story, uh, and a lot of that part like. Fallout 3 for me is I wanted to continue more into everything. I wanted to see more of everything. I wanted, I didn't have that at all here. Like I didn't go my on my companion quests because I didn't care about them. I, I think everybody in this in this place was like irredeemable and they were all idiots. <laughs> and uh, like, that that might have just been the role you were playing a little bit. But that's I think, what I felt. I, I think about half of the companions are life likable. There's a couple that are just dumb. I only got three companions. Okay, there's a couple more. <laughs> no, I refused the other one. I I, I didn't help them because I didn't want to. The guy that was at the first camp, I'm like, I don't want to help you out. I don't mm-hmm. care about what you're doing. Like, I'm not going to teach you how to be an engineer. You should know how to do things already. Like, you know, what what purpose do you serve for me in my in my quest to get off of this planet to be drop, to get out of here? Dropkicks. Dropkicks. That's what that's what you missed out on. But he doesn't serve any purpose at that point in time like i i i I play this game as like how are you helping me further myself like that's what i play this game as and if you play it that way it's okay yeah if you play as a good guy quest absolutely but if you play it as like the bad guy it's not great and you should be able to enjoy it both ways but ultimately it was my most surprising game because i i did like not plan on playing this until i heard good things and obviously tony you you had not Really got great first impression, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I heard all those great impressions, and I had to play the game. And I'm, I hadn't heard Tony's like, "Oh, everything's the same" until I started playing it. And I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but uh, yeah, but it was my most surprising. So I'm sorry. That's the last time we'll probably yeah, cool. maybe not. Mike's got it on his list. So uh, my most surprising, Corey. Uh, well, I'm gonna do a little cheating then, Jim. If we're gonna do uh, multiple games here. Wait a minute. I only mentioned one surprising. <laughs> 
But uh, I'll just real, real quick. I just think the way that Apex Legends dropped was super mm. surprising. That That's all I'm gonna that, say. Okay, yeah, but, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But my I, most surprising game is Tetris 99. Nice. That game came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I, and it came out of nowhere. I didn't even know you played this. <laughs> yeah, it was free for Nintendo Online. Like, why not? Yeah. And this is yeah. like crazy. Like that game is hard to win. Uh, just like crazy stuff has. I think the stress factor is. 99 it's like it's like right up yeah. there and yeah there's a lot of fun it's like get in get out and enjoy it for a real quick uh minute um you know so that's yeah that was my most surprising i, I didn't Both see that coming out anyway like, it's like kind of like boom here it is like apex yep. is like what the fuck like yeah okay and like tetris it's like oh this game is available right now it's like wait what like, <laughs> yep. okay sure interesting um mike wait do we go mike no it's court uh tony next right tony we finished yeah. Mike. uh my most surprising game um all the things you said uh, so far, like I, I could say them, but I, for me, it was be Resident Evil 2. Um, and just because, I mean, we all know, it's not a surprise that I am a huge Capcom hater, or I don't know what the correct term is. I love to just shit on them because it's just so easy to do, you know? Like, it was, me, though. Fuck it Capcom. Was. It was. It was. Capcom. Yeah. And then, but now, you know, they're full on an upswing. And I still just did not believe that they could deliver upon Resident Evil 2. Like, because, like, you know, it's one of the things. And I, I know we're going to talk about this uh, this coming year, too, with, like, Final Fantasy VII and whatnot. I'm sure there's some other remakes coming down the line. Um, but for them to just take, like, okay, you know this game. Right. And just, right. And just be like, not only is it going to be a great remake but like this is going to be an amazing game that will stand on its own even if you haven't played the original and it's just in, in terms of quality of life graphics interaction like the, the playable characters have their own specific events that happen that are quite contrast uh, to each other rather than like you know in the original and stuff like that and to me just like wow this is that perfect blend of you know old school resident evil with new school because like after five i just totally was like this this isn't the series isn't for me anymore like five and six i'm just like that's shit and seven i appreciated the first person uh, perspective but i was like that's still not like what i'm into and it was a smaller scope like super weird made for vr like, almost right yeah. right almost like yeah. vr project i was like oh well resident evil's done for me like I, I guess i'm just never gonna play resident evil game and then just this two remake was just like damn it just incredible yeah, yeah. Uh, I really hope that they learn from two, and they're they're making three again. And I really hope that this is for when they go back to the series with like eight or whatever mm. they're going to do next, they keep that in mind yes. how well this because this has made a lot of top ten lists, oh, top yeah. five lists uh, for of the years, yeah. and and it's a remake, and it's that it might good. even show up again later on too. No, it might, yes. might even show up in there. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right, uh, Mike, you're uh, surprising. My surprise. Um... It's Outer World. Apex. No, it, no, it's Apex Legends. First oh, of all, like you said, yeah. how it released, but also that I've actually been playing it since then. Yeah, that's still, surprising. Still playing it, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, and I, I'm surprised that it, this is the game that came out of nowhere that got me to actually try one of these Battle Royale games. So it's mm -hmm. yeah. a big surprise. So that's that for me. Cool. I'll talk about it very yeah. shortly. <laughs> Deep dive into it shortly. <laughs> Top five lists coming up right now, guys. All right, let's uh, do this. Let's do this. Number five for me, Devil May Cry 5 at number five. Uh, it could have been another one at number four, but that ended with five. But I'm going with this one first. Devil May Cry 5 uh, is a return to the original style of Devil May Cry. It's not gotten off the rails. It's brought it back to the way you should have been in the series. Like, Devil May Cry 1 
uh, for me, is a fantastic game. I really love that game. It's the best out of the series. People say three's the best, and yeah, three's really good. This one is like closely with three, and it's not one's still the best for me. But it had a lot of that feel in this game. It wasn't quite as challenging. Uh, but I think at this point in time in my life, I don't want something like that. <laughs> so um, I, I think, uh, I, like, yeah, I definitely, re- definitely enjoy this again. It's a Rails kind of game. It's a closed game. I don't like a lot of big open world stuff uh, with games, and I'm happy that uh, this is a kind of return to the old style PlayStation 2 kind of gaming, and uh, I appreciated that quite a bit. So this is number five for me. Um, you know, Capcom Upswing. Yeah. 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 There we go. Uh, Corey? Let's keep that Capcom train rolling here. Resident <laughs> Evil 2, number five. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Cool. I didn't I play it all the way through. No, I didn't yeah. play I didn't play it all the way through, uh, okay. to be honest. That's why it's number it's okay. five. Uh, it's okay. And so, but I didn't, to be fair, I haven't played video games that much as, as much as I used to. Like this year has been a lot more like tabletop gaming for me. But uh, Resident Evil 2, like Tony mentioned, um, they took this game, which is a classic on its own, and then they flipped it a little bit and made things different. Like, even just when you pick your starting character, the way that they like, come into the game is still a little different. And then, just like if you know what's going to happen, they they um, you know throw a wrench in there and like say, oh, you thought this was going to happen, but actually we're going to put that in later on and rearrange a few things. So, uh, I did appreciate that they, that if you already knew it was coming, you didn't know it was coming here. And then it's a beautiful game. Uh, I definitely felt like, you know, with the graphics and I haven't with seen the it yet. technology um, now, it, it really helps with the horror aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of comments about the fact that if you're, like, doing best game, like, look of t- 2019, this could be number one. Yeah, it's a, it's a gorgeous so, game. Yeah. And, like, again, I think having the more, like, the, the more... Like, Today's control schemes is a lot is a lot more fun than having the the tanker. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like you know, I, it's hard for me to go back to the originals just because like the tank controls just ruin it. Like you know, as much as I love like say Gold Knight, like just going back to those original controls just yeah. feels icky because mm-hmm. we're just so used to dual analog now. Um, but yeah, just mm-hmm. it, they made it feel like fluid and and fun to control and fun to play. Definitely. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great, uh, Tony. Uh, my number five was Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, cool. Um, came out, you know. To to me, I have a love hate relationship. Uh, oh, we lost oh, you. We lost you, Tony. Repeat that. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I have like this like dual love hate relationship dual with this particular fakes. game. <laughs> yeah, dual the fakes. Uh, because there's a lot I really love about this game, and but there's also a lot where like it was just. I found myself like either swearing or just being like, "Why is this in this game?" and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, just because I, I felt they were trying to riff off of you know another popular series um, or genre, where I'm just like, I, I don't think this is the right direction to go. I appreciate the that like that they tried, um, but I, I felt like it wasn't the correct way to go. Um, and I think there was interest in doing a spoiler cast for it, so I'm sure we'll dive into it deeper. But yes. um, short summary. Fantastic game. I love that finally we're getting a Star Wars game that I'm happy that EA was able to fund and publish uh, because it was, you know, Star Wars, um, you know, Battlefront 1 or 2. And it's like... And, and a lot zero of canceled things. Yeah, right, a lot, a lot of canceled, canceled stuff. Things, yeah. And this, you know, which was a short turnaround time. I mean, Respawn did a, a great job. Um, you know, the character, for, for as much as I didn't really like him on first glance, he grew on me by the end of it. Um, the ending, which we'll talk about in the spoiler, I'm not going to mention what it was, 
actually surprised me in terms of like you know what happened because just going by rise of Skywalker, i was like oh well all right blah 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 i'm like i'm like oh good for you dude like good on you uh i'm, I'm proud of you i'm proud of you um and the side characters are great like bd1 is actually probably one of my favorite droids now because uh that little guy was just like i don't know yeah, felt absolutely. like a dog you know or something like that and I, yeah, like I, I, was, I kept wanting to customize him like crazy like right yeah yeah exactly i didn't care about the ponchos but i wanted to get his skins yeah exactly <laughs> so i mean uh i love it I, I thought it was an excellent game um i do think they could drastically improve upon a sequel which i'm hoping for and apparently we're already getting they're already eyeing for and stuff like that Good. so um you know looking forward to that one cool cool uh mike well my number five game is apex legends cool <laughs> um and again like so somehow I've been playing this game for <laughs> months now and it's not really the type of game I like too much. I don't like free to play that much. I don't really like, didn't like the battle Royale uh, genre, but this sort of combination of like the overwatch style, like character powers and looting, like with somewhat fantastical properties to like your armor and shields and stuff. It just, it just was a nice mix. And then there's the sort of, again, like respawn type of uh, movement style where you can climb up things and sprint and slide. Uh, so it turned out pretty good. It helped that I had people who moved away that I play with pretty regularly with this. Um, but uh, it's been my competitive multiplayer game of choice for most of the year. And, uh, and it's hard and frustrating and stupid sometimes. And I don't. There's not much to it, but I've been playing it, and uh, it's yeah, it's been what I've wanted to do if I wanted to be competitive online. It's been Apex Legends, so it's my cool. number five. Yeah. Cool. All right, my uh, number four was Gears Five. Um, best, probably best story, cinematic experience I've had in Gears mm-hmm. game. Um, uh, I like I said, I didn't. I think when I talked about it, I didn't realize the game was actually ending. Uh, it was like I was so involved in the story that like it took a while to realize there's some major impactful stuff in this game and they went a completely new direction uh, in terms of making choices um, like is it going to impact the story going forward because there was a choice in the game where certain characters can live or die and depending on who you picked I mean you have a choice and the game impacts you afterwards uh, to the point where I wasn't even thinking when I made the choice because I just was like why would I pick this character? Because I care nothing about this character at this point in time. They've been an ass. And so, yeah, I'm going to let them die. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, that's going to be impactful for, yep, there it is. And then, you know, you see it and you're like, ooh, I wonder how this is going to play out for the rest of the Because you have a tr- like, the other guy could have died too. So you're like, what do you do? Uh, and uh, it's just like, it really makes me wonder, uh, are, what are we going to get next Gears game? Are we going to get the, the illusion of choice? Are we going to have like... <laughs> To see start maybe are they going to go this way with Gears has never been about that like they also tinkered with open world uh, and are we going to get an open world game which for me is not ideal but I liked what they had done I just wanted more in the world if they're going to do that uh, there's a whole bunch about this game they they were like it seemed like experimental it, it was almost like it was a new Gears game which is good uh, because at this point you're on Gears five and you need to do something new or the franchise is going to go the way of Halo and where it's irrelevant and you know, it, it's nowhere near what it used to be, and I think this is a great reboot of the series, essentially, uh, in terms of how you experience it. 
Um, and, and, but the core is still there. Like the, the cover shooter is still there. Uh, and it was really tight. It was really good with that. Uh, and like I said, best cinematic gears game I had played. Uh, I was like, Oh, there's some great moments in the game. So yeah. number four. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I downloaded it just because game pass, uh, yeah. And that was the other help to check it out. Yeah. So. That was the other helpful thing is free. So, mm-hmm. uh, just like outer worlds, you know, but Corey, mm-hmm. what was your number four? My number four is apex legends. Okay. I, really enjoyed the twist they put on the battle royale aspect of it with the team based uh party system i didn't even mention that that's a big part of it too no and like uh i think that that really helped me get into it um and then the fact like you mentioned too um just like the whole you throw yourself you get thrown in there everybody's on the same level every game you're starting off at the same in the same place essentially like not you know, physically in your in the game, but everyone's starting with the same basic weapon, and you got to find and level up, and then kill for better weapons, essentially. And I, I do like I like that aspect of battle royale. And here they just do a great job of of nailing all those systems in this and make it like, the free to play doesn't feel like a free to play game at all. So that's yeah. my number four. Cool. All right, Tony. Uh, mine is going to be Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, and this is the third game that. Uh, I mentioned that I did not beat. Um, it just was one of those things where, like, um, I, I like challenging games. I, I do. Um, and one of my complaints that I, I was going to mention about uh, Jedi Fallen Order was the difficulty setting I, I played on felt that they artificially inflated um, the challenge level by just, like, really, like, you know, making it like, oh, the enemy is doing, like, this much. Because, like, what it was is, like, at some point, I was just got so frustrated with the loading times. Like, every time I died, it was, like, at least a minute to a minute and a half load time i'm just like i i don't have time for this anymore like uh, i'm just gonna i I just want to beat this game and move on um and then when i bumped it down i was just like i did the same tactics the same patterns and just like one shot this boss i'm just like come on like fuck this like that's just absurd to me um where sekiro it's just like because it had it only has like the one base default mode um but it's you just, can make it harder if you want. Oh, yeah, you can absolutely make it harder. <laughs> Once you beat you it, want. I think they give you the harder difficulty. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, but, Jim, like, you know, you experienced it. And it's just, like, one of the things where nothing in the, in the game ever felt me think it was unfair, though. Um, a lot of it would just be, like, I, I got too greedy. I, I went for an extra hit. Yep. Or I decided not to dodge or, or, or something like that. I figured I could, like, parry it or whatever like that, and I fucked up. Um, so I felt the onus was on me. You know, um... It was really cool that From Software did something with uh, outside of like just traditional Dark Souls stuff because um, it was a bit more like samurai stuff, and I felt like um, that was really awesome feeling. But towards the second half of the game, they kind of like peter off into this like magical mumbo jumbo surreal astral plane kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know about this. That like that's that's weird. Um, that's not what I really got this game for and stuff like that. But um, awesome game. It was one of those things where like. When you finally do come against a wall and you beat it because um, you came up with the tactics, uh, it just feels like you achieved something. So uh, definitely something I'm going back to. It's just one of the things I'm like, I needed just definitely a lot of take a break. The game of the years for people. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm I'm, yeah. I'm happy that it got um, was it game awards. Yeah. Yeah. Recognition for that. So yeah, that's really cool. I kind of more interested in trying it again after playing Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of got the concept now, and I'm like, I wonder yeah. if I could. Yeah. yeah. Jedi- yeah, maybe that was maybe those that was the training wheels for the the dark the Souls gateway stuff. the gateway yeah the truck. gateway <laughs> uh, so I don't know uh, Mike uh, my number four is Mortal Kombat 11 really I thought yes. this would be higher on your list 
Me too. I thought this was not. Uh, it's not. No, uh, this this is this characters. is one. This is one of the uh, three that could have been disappointing. Um, really? Yeah. Um, because it just um, because of the way Nether Realm games are, I can't help but compare it to the Injustice, and it just doesn't have the lasting appeal that it does. It doesn't have. So, it, it, it dumped down the gear to like three different things for each character, and it's really grindy to get them. And it just it and the gear doesn't look that interesting anymore. Mm, and okay. that was a huge part for me. Um, I heard the story of course, was I'm like the best Mortal Kombat story ever. It's a good it's a good Mortal Kombat story. The crypt, as much as I was afraid of the jump scares, <laughs> I didn't want to deal with that. That you can actually just like sort of bypass them if you use a certain item. The crypt is real detailed and. And you walked around it a lot, and it's there's stuff to unlock for for really long time in that. And I did, I played it for like a month there at least. And it was a good game. It's a solid fighter. It's it's a little less combo heavy, more um, I don't know. It's just slower. It's hard to explain. It's a different it's a different style. Um, but yeah, it was real good. There's a lot to it. It's just I didn't get that thing where I want to play this for a whole year like I did for the uh, Injustice games and I thought maybe as a follow up it would adapt the systems in the same way and, and some of the things are but it just didn't quite grab me like that and that's why it's only number four but it's still great it's probably the best Mortal Kombat game I've played and um, there, yeah, there's a lot to it and maybe with a Spawn and Joker joining, I'll go back to it this year. Um, mm-hmm. That's the other thing that they're obviously for good reason. They're slowing down their production time on, I guess, adding DLC characters. But because of that, like I'm sort of like I tr- I tried to play as Terminator like you know a month or two ago when he was there just the trial thing. I'm just like I don't really feel like playing this game right now. This character isn't enough. So, but we'll see. Um, Hopefully there's some other new content that they slipped in there too since then. They're always good about supporting these games. Um, so that's definitely a plus. But for me, it's number four just because it didn't quite hold my attention as long as I hoped. Okay, cool. All right, uh, number three for me, Link's Awakening. Um, Legend of Zelda, uh, great Switch game this year. Um, obviously it's a little short because it's based on the Game Boy game. But, uh, man, it, like such a great remake they did such a good the, my only my only complaint with this game was that it had such a bad frame rate issue uh when it went to transition to the worlds i just like totally like i really enjoyed this game i hadn't played it since i was like i don't even remember how how many years ago it was since i played this game um really enjoyed uh returning to that world uh really looking forward to what this would mean going forward like i really hope we get a link to the past and maybe something original like another zelda game like like this why do we have to get a 3d zelda game maybe we can get well this is kind of 3d but you know what i mean the top down yeah. look classic uh, classic, look. classic look i it, it would really be cool to get a new game like this mm-hmm. like uh something new all new puzzles new world like this and then still have like the breath of the wild kind of style game mm-hmm. but give us one of I these two yeah i think Fair it kind of opens that door and I, I really like the art style in this i really i know Corey, you didn't like that so much but i really <laughs> like what they did with this because it was like when I was younger and I played this game, this is what I imagined it actually looked like. So like it matched my vision mm-hmm. of the game, uh, and I think that's why it resonates with me so well. And, and that's why I can't wait for a link to the past. I, 
if they're making it, which I think they are. Uh, I, I, please give that to us this year. If that happens at this year on the, any, any Nintendo, Nintendo Direct, I'm going to like my head's going to explode. Uh, obviously, it's like my favorite Zelda game, that one, and this was up there, but it was never like my top. But I still really enjoyed it, uh, and you know, looking back at my list, I'm like, this, yeah, it definitely was higher than the other two games, and uh, yeah, enjoyed it so much, and um, yeah, loved it. That's my number three. So, Corey. Yeah, my number three is Gears 5. You mentioned nice. a lot of stuff, same stuff. Um, story-wise, I think I, I really appreciate them moving into more of a story-driven game instead of like, yeah. just a more um, you know four-player co-op game. Because like we were concerned about that. Like, well, Gears yeah. 4 is only three players, and now like this is two and a half players, like yeah. kind of. That was uh, weird. Yeah. But um, the, yeah, the the whole change and switch up they did here with gear five is i think is good for the the franchise and again just laying heavy on the story side of things because i think the lore of gears is interesting and then this opens it up a lot more and so i'm pretty excited to see where they go as well with like you had mentioned yes so gears five is my number three and it's a gorgeous game too it looks great yeah so um cool um tony uh, my number three was Astral Chain. Um, nice. I'm a big Platinum Games fan, um, so I'll give pretty much anything uh, of theirs a try. But <clears throat> this one really impressed me just because the gimmick with the controlling two characters, I was like, okay, like well, let's see how this goes. And it was just so much more fun than I, I thought it could be because you know I thought it was going to be like, ah, this is like going to be super gimmicky and it's going to be like auto combo and stuff like that. And certainly the, the side character does do a lot of like auto attacks and stuff like that, but that's not enough to succeed. If you want to do anything, you're going to have to do manual controls and, and send mm. uh, specific commands to it and stuff like that. Uh, and on top of that, I think it was a really cool universe. Like it's a cyberpunk cop, you know, anime setting, which is, you know, super 90s and, and super evocative of that era and stuff like that. And just as we talked about in the movie cast with uh, battle angel Lita, and then this year with cyberpunk i'm just like all right like getting my cyberpunk fix finally because you know that was you know kind of didn't exist for a long time now um but yeah just really cool and um again spectacular bosses awesome fluid combat and i felt that they really added something with the in-between battle moments with like kind of this interesting detective work where you have to like go out find clues put them together and i'm not saying it's as deep as something like is like la noir or something like that but it was just something else to like just immerse you in that role so cool awesome all right mike Astro train. Astro train. number three all right my number three game also toyed with the disappointment category <laughs> uh and it's a game i go back and forth on constantly honestly it's marvel ultimate alliance 3 <laughs> um so uh I was very skeptical and worried, but also it was my highest anticipated game of the year as well, going into it. And it did all of that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my worries were right, but I also was right to anticipate it. I played this game a lot. Um, it, and part of it is it's not exactly what it appears to be. It appears to be just like, oh, this could have came out in like 2010, right after the last one. It seems very old school. It looks very similar, and it, and it is in some ways, and that's cool. Like you get to do that same sort of like beat 'em up style thing, but where it's different is oh they streamline the combat combat a bit. There's no like stun moves or pop ups. You can't grab and throw except for. I didn't like how things. it seemed like it just seemed stripped down. Yeah, that's why I didn't it, like about it. It did yeah. at first until you actually like this game sort of opened up for me after I beat the game. 
the story mode, which is really eh, the story mode. But once you get all the characters, you're blown away by the number of characters. And once they finally started releasing interesting costumes for them, you, you get excited too. And then um, you've got to go into the Infinity Trial thing, and that's like pretty much replay levels. And then the whole concept of the ISO 8 sort of clicked. Because some of the levels are completely ridiculous and like stupid to replay <laughs> unless unless you go through, sift through your ISO 8, find the thing that you need to do to pass these things, stack and stack and stack. And then you're like, all right, now this makes sense. Now I understand why there's so much of this shit you have to sift through because now it makes things work in a certain way. So I cleared out the entire Infinity Trial thing for the base game. I did all of them. I got all the stars, and at first I thought, there's no way I'm ever going to do this. But I did, and I played it a lot, and I still have a bunch of characters I want to level up more. I just kind of wish there was new places by now to do it. I actually think the free DLC is better than the paid so far, which is kind of weird to me. <laughs> but um, I put a lot of time, and I'm going to play more of it later, too. Uh, I'm glad we got X-Men at least now. And uh, so it's not exactly the same. It looks the same as the old games, but when you go to it, it's and it's harder than you'd expect, too. Much harder than you'd I expect. I remember dying to... Um, who was it? Fucking uh, Ultron? No, no, no. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, that fight kicked my ass a bunch. Yeah, I just because. <laughs> There's a bit that like seems really hard, and then you just gotta maximize your yeah. ISO eight and find which characters synergize well. It's all yeah. about synergies too. And I mean, there is a little bit of like Twitch, just like get out of the way, get in, get out. But it's a lot of RPG stuff, and I just wish there was a better way to manage the ISO eight because you're constantly on going over a thousand, just doing things. You got to delete a bunch, but it's it's a different game than what it appears. But it's still there's a lot more there than i initially thought but i just wish there was more in other places as well <laughs> so it's okay. my number three and i keep going back and forth i might change my mind about it later too three and three <laughs> all right uh my number two game right. was my most anticipated game of 2019 <clears throat> uh, jedi fallen order which i went back and listened Ooh. to and i'm like that was my most anticipated game uh yeah so guys we finally have a star wars game that's good it's crazy. It's not perfect. It's not. Uh, I, I like Tony said. I can't wait to see what they do with the sequel. But it was good. It was like enjoyable single player story game. That uh, yeah. I wish it had a better map. <laughs> Took a little while to figure that oh, one God. out. But uh, you know, yeah. That map was that was harsh. Uh, but yeah, like I said to Tony, like it kind of gets me interested in trying these other games that are like this uh, because now I get the I get the combat now i get it like by the end of this game i was able to deflect blaster bolts like they were nothing like it didn't matter to me i'm like oh you're gonna shoot okay you're done and then you know it's just um you know while there was some timing issues with like unblockable attacks uh i i really got the combat down pretty well i thought i was doing all right now i was playing this on like casual like easier mode i'm happy it has that like i definitely enjoyed the game more for it, that it's it's one of those tricky games that gives you four difficulty settings so you don't know what's normal really yeah yeah um but so you, I, which one you were on the I second did casual no i did casual i did not even do i didn't even do jedi knight Jedi Knight was the second one. That's the base one. So you, you went Master. to you, I went you went to like you went to like story mode or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and it was it was good. I mean, it was still challenging mostly, but it was a good game for me to get 
my feet wet in this, this. I would go back and play this game on a harder difficulty, I think. With the exception of a few planets. I think, like, Kashyyyk was not a great planet. I didn't like that whole area of them. Yeah, that's when the game, like, opened up for me. No, I did, not for me. I didn't like that area. I think right after that, it was great. Uh, Dathomir, like, oh my god, it's a great planet. I love that planet. Um, I was there earlier. I went there wrong, like, because you can choose to go there. You just you can't do anything. And then uh, they so warn you. They, they warn you about it too. Like, yeah, the guy even said, like, you shouldn't go there. The guy even <laughs> says, like, why are we going there? I'm like, nope, we're going. And, <laughs> why are we Because I said so, bitch. The pilot has a cutscene where he's no, like, I, why are we going there? There's even literally a thing where it's like, this is for like higher level stuff. It's like choose to still go or no. Like there was actually a thing there. Like oh yeah. okay. But I did find through that that area. Like and uh, I think I got my I got my double bladed lightsaber faster than I should have because I went there like early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that helps you with a lot of these fights later on because it had its own perks. You know, uh, in terms of the way you would block things, especially with the Sith. Um, not the sisters, but the uh, the what are they called? The other the shock troopers. The shock troopers. Yeah. Uh, those guys were like... Sometimes Sometimes they're worse than the actual bosses, I feel like. You know who I had the worst time out of all of those troopers with? Was the blaster. Spoiler? Oh, okay. The blaster one. Was the worst mm. one I had. There was a blaster moment in that game where you, there's a guy shooting. Yeah. And I had the worst time with him. And I'm like, why am I struggling against this guy? But I really like, I really enjoyed this game uh, so much. Uh, great story, too. I think it was a great story. Uh, not a great finish, because like... There was, you know, obvious issues with like somebody teleporting there in place, uh, but um, ultimately, I, I and, and unfortunately, that was spoiled for me from the game itself uh, because of advertising. Advertising. Why would you advertise that? Yeah. But whatever. So, but it was a great game. It was my number two game of the year, uh, easily. Like I thought about it for number one, but number one is is just is a better game, uh, and I just that's why it wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my number two, Corey. Uh, my number two, I'm assuming, is going to be someone's number one, uh, but I will say it's Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's a fantastic game, <laughs> uh, strategy RPG, uh, and I have not finished it though, so I will. So I, I'm planning on doing it, but uh, I just need to get more time to do that. So um, yeah, but it's my number two from what I've played so far. Even is it's just really great, and I love the, you know. The university aspect of it, I really think that was a great um, addition here in this game to get like your students and have students and and you know the teacher student moments and all that stuff, all the plannings outside of just the battle parts of it. I think were really well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. um, yeah. Number two. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just I'll keep it short. Cause I know we're gonna talk about it again. Yeah. 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 We you can chime back in a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Tony. Uh, my number two uh, was Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, nice. Again, it's just one of those games that, like, you know, initially, because I, I was a little apprehensive or a little cautious, uh, so it was one of those games where, you know, my brother's a super hardcore Resident Evil 2 fanatic, so I got it for him for his birthday, and I'm watching him play it, and I'm just like, damn, this looks really good. Like, this looks super good. So, like, I watched him play a little bit of it, and then he beat it. So then I started up my game as the opposite character to, like, get a different experience, and I just watched him. And I was just like, damn, I want to play through this, you know, again and stuff like that. And, you know, that's where I'm currently at and stuff like that. But it was just, again, such a fantastic game. And, um, you know, on this, the spirit of remakes, you know, compared to, like, um, Jim, I know you mentioned Link's Awakening. And it's yeah. Link's Awakening didn't even make my top five. I love it. It's a good game. But I just felt like, in my opinion, like it was almost too much 
like the original and they didn't add, and i'm not saying that's a bad you, thing it's, you it's, you experienced resident evil 2 i didn't play it yet so like, right. you got the change game i didn't right. get that yeah yeah I right you. exactly so like this to me was like it's like this could be like an entirely new game uh on, on its own and stuff like from that. Mm-hmm. everything i'm hearing about this game is like really i'm hoping square comes through with it on mm-hmm. final fantasy, final fantasy and, uh, yeah and gives yeah, us dude. something new like that'd be kind of yep. cool Yep, yeah. exactly. That's where I'm at. But yeah, Resident Evil 2 just um, good from from start to finish. Uh, you can make it as challenging or you know as difficult as you want. Uh, different scenarios, a lot of replayability. Like um, they came out with a lot of um, free DLC mission stuff with like side characters, like mm. as just instantly like, oh, you you see this one NPC or this this thing happens, but now we're giving you this like side story, like you know, 10, 15 minute thing. But it's so brutal because, like, they limit your ammo. They limit, like, your health rejuvenation items. You can't, like, power up anything. And so it's just like, fuck this. I haven't beaten a single one of them because they're just so goddamn hard. And even speedrunners, they're like, no, nah, it's not even worth doing this because it's just too frustrating. So, you know, uh, yeah. it's it's a hallmark of design there. Cool. All right, Mike. My number two we talked about a lot. It's my disappointment. It's Outer Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> It's a um, weird mix, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, again, what I did like about this game, other than the... Part, mm-hmm. Mike, the you froze. ...points that I made where it just it sort of runs out of things. That, um, so what I did like about this game, other than the fact that we ran out of things to like get, it just sort of seemed a little bit limited, um, was I liked the humor. I, I liked the sci-fi setting. I loved our ship. Um I, I think the ship of, was the best part about the mm-hmm. game. You're right. You're right. I like this ship, and I also liked the uh, the what's her name in this ship. I forgot Eva? the robot. The yeah, AI. Yes. I thought that's what you were talking about. I, yeah, I, I thought the yeah. AI was the best part about the game. I just I just liked having a home base and and the AI. I just kind of wished again there was more to like there was more of a story mm-hmm. that you could get into yeah. with her. It seemed it seemed like they were like teasing something that never happened with her. Yeah. Um, and I also. I got that feeling with Wells, too. I sort of expected more to happen with him than did. Uh, but, and I remember his name because of Flash. I, I can't I can't divorce those two characters with my mind. But, um, but what I did like about the game is the fact that you could use speech checks for everything. And it wasn't just one thing. It was like science and smart engineering, just intelligence perception and all that the different perks in different situations so you could change things and conversations and almost every, and it even affected combat in a few ways uh, it, it didn't make sense because you can't hear your character in this game but i'm assuming he's like saying something or he or she is saying something <laughs> to the enemies and, and i enjoyed finding the science weapons it, there was some great unique ideas some of the characters were real fun to talk to and even get to know, and there was a lot of different endings. There was a lot of that flexibility, and it, this did uh, scratch an itch I had because I hadn't played anything like this since Fallout 4. And again, Fallout 4 had its a few issues. I I didn't mind it as much as you guys did, but um, and I liked the sci-fi aesthetic a little more. I just wish there was a little more to it, and like we said before, but uh, it was probably among. It could have been the game, my game year it's close still because just because everything this year was just okay for me <laughs> but uh this one was up there for a while and uh, i did play through it twice so i must have yeah, liked. well there you go <laughs> uh 
Cool. All right. Uh, my game of the year, I think, is Tony's. Is Fire Emblem Three Houses? Um, yeah. 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 I'm surprised. Uh, I thought you would have put Fallen Order above it. No, it was close. Uh, but ultimately, like, while it's not the Fire Emblem game, like Awakening for me is still my favorite Fire Emblem game that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's the first one I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish there was more more incentive to raising their interaction levels mm-hmm. to like the S rank because that game it mattered. That was where like you got the offspring and you got the better yep. characters. And like this one it was great because yeah. you got better moves and stuff, but it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Uh but I still love this aspect, like the the instructor aspect and teaching them and telling them, okay, well you're gonna do you're gonna learn this now so you can unlock this. Uh and I can see the paths. It took a while to learn that, uh to where they were gonna unlock. That's why like I still haven't finished my second playthrough of this, but I really uh still planning on going back it's still in my system i'm going back to play it in my system as it's digital obviously i thought i lost this game uh but you know it's um yeah i i really enjoy this game a lot um i thought that there was a lot of a lot of good characters there were some forgettable characters but uh and i think that's the difference between awakening in this and yeah so conquest and the other one for me just weren't mm. as good as mm. like this is better than those two. Oh yeah uh, or three if you want to say three uh but it's not as good as awakening so i, I really enjoyed this game it's my game of the year it's uh you know it's it's fantastic if you have a switch you have to get this game like it especially if you like uh, anything like, just get it you don't have to switch no, it's not. great mike you should play this game it's i fun. don't play these types of games it's not my genre it's it, yeah i guess you're right but it's still fun like there's it, it covers like a lot of genres is it? It's a turn-based RPG, like Japanese RPG, correct? No, it's not. I wouldn't say it's not exactly turn-based, like a Final Fantasy VII or something like that. It's more like a chess game where it's like you move your pieces and then you do your actions, and then <laughs> the enemy AI takes their actions, and then you just go back and forth and stuff like that. And then there's and it's, you know different units and and uh, stuff like that. It's more strategical. It's a strategy game. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Okay. Not even, You're not a strategy game guy. I'm not versed in that at all. Like I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> all right, Tony, it's your game of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's also my number one. Um, I, oh, I will say that it was really close with RE2 because um, yeah, that game was just fantastic. It just mm-hmm. for me, I'm more of a diehard Fire Emblem fan just because like that is a genre that really isn't around these days. Um, no. outside of like, what XCOM War Groove and we're and, and like indie titles, which you know I expect yeah. out of indie stuff. But I mean, in terms of like you know a sixty dollar you know triple A budget game, I mean nobody's doing them. Um, and actually, this could have been my surprise of the year because you know when they announced it, I'm like, okay, cool, new Fire Emblem on Switch, finally, like yes, looking yeah. forward to it. But then when they did the first reveal, I was like, I don't know about this. Because the very first couple of trailers that they released made it seem like it was just like Harry Potter meets Fire Emblem, but like not in the good way because it's like, oh, you're a teacher and there's some houses and here's your students. And I was just like, oh, that seems like a weird hook for a Fire Emblem game because it's usually about war and death and betrayal and, you know, like Game of Thrones aspects. So I was just like, man, I don't know about this. And the more I saw it, I was just like, I mean, like it looks fine and the, like the systems sound cool and, and everything like that. And I'm like, whatever. And then I think Nintendo got the hint because I think that was a common misperception, but, um, <clears throat> spoiler alert, uh, at E3, they, this fuller reveal were like, all right, gig is up. We're going to pull back the curtains. There's a time skip. And after the time skip is like when shit hits the fan and like, it gets into like classic FE, like, Oh, like, there's straight up like murder and death and like war crimes and genocide and all this shit. And you're just like, 
oh, like, okay. And now I'm just like, but all these students. And it's just like, wait, like, <laughs> you know, I'm going through the game and I'm like, oh, I actually they're like all kids. these students. They're right, my they're kids. My kids. These are my kids. I want to, like, I just want to, like, wrap my arms around and be like, no, so, no, no. Like, you know, don't get near there, me. <laughs> you, have to, you have to answer me this question. There's a fight that happens later in that game where you have to face the other three houses uh, and you have to face their students. And is it possible to not face any of their students? Can you have those students all as one? Yeah. Yep. So you can My just face them. Oh, well, there's, there are some exceptions. So it's what miles, well, it's not like a story. Sport or anything, but the only characters you cannot recruit on subsequent playthroughs are the other house leaders. Yeah. And their retainers, because the retainers oh. are just like one hundred percent loyal to that person. So the, like the battlefield would have just been those two on each side, and then yeah, exactly. Yeah. And stuff oh like that. man, oh man, yeah. that would have been great. Cool. Yeah, I gotta try this. I gotta get you there. know, like straight up in one mission, because like in the way I had going into it is like, oh, like here's the first time I'm fighting against the student from this other, you know, whatever, and I'm just like I defeat him. And in most games, it's just like. Oh, like, all right, I'm going to lose this. I just need to run away from this battle. And that's what I was expecting. And this picture comes up, and it's like, blah, and it's like, I didn't really want to face you. Like, you know, I wish things had been different, blah, blah, blah. And then just, like, dies. And I'm just like, I just killed a student. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, is like, oh, shit. Like, there's serious repercussions. But anyway, it was just awesome. Like, totally blew away, like, those expectations. Because I was, yeah. like, really yeah. hesitant on it. Um, and I was on a downward swing after, like you had said, um, with the conquest and um, yeah, the, the three birthright. thing was just yeah. it was too similar playthroughs. It was just, it wasn't different enough. Yeah, right. those games. So yeah, yeah. But and then you know, like Corey was saying for his number two, uh, I feel like this monastery, church training, teaching aspect is really good in between those battles because in previous Fire Emblem games, like, you don't have too much to do. You can go into camp and you can like do your support or like blacksmith or whatever but it's like not really much to do whereas this like there's something to explore and i like how like you have limited amount of time to do stuff in the day so you have to juggle it's not like you can just do everything at once you really have to pick and choose like you know what do i want to do this week do i want to train do i want to rest and regain my like you know um spiritual energy and, and whatnot um so i i finally i think they finally found something that they ate from obviously like the persona series where um, they took that like lifestyle aspect um, and it added to the genre just to elevate right. the game overall and stuff like oh, that. So, I, I yeah. really like that part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, That's it's cool. just insane because like it has the game has four outs and I played through two of them already and I'm just waiting on DLC to play through the others just because um, you know uh, apparently the next one is going to be uh, story related. So oh, know, cool, cool. Just for that, good to know. All right. Uh, Corey, what was your number one your game? I of mean, year? if anybody knows me, it's kind of obvious. So my number one is <laughs> no. Borderlands Three. Oh, yep. really? I, no, no. There was, almost there was a small funny. part of me that thought it would not make number one. There was a small part because right. you have not talked about it as much as I would have expected. That's like, just throughout the year. Yeah, and I, I think that again, that's kind of more due to this the more tabletop gaming aspect of it. But it is probably the most game, like most played game I've have this year still even See, more than destiny what's crazy is that almost made my most most disappointing because i didn't play it and because how could it be disappointed if you didn't play that's it that's why that's why i didn't make it I, <laughs> so um but no as far as like, it's my number one i obviously love the borderlands franchise it's not as good as two um but two had like so much time to become what it is now as well but the biggest factor is the villain i mean but i thought two was great out the gate well, it's like, well, I mean, it was great, but it got even better over time, and the people would still play it because of how 
good yep. the other aspect, like the other added content yeah. was, but the villain really would put everything together. Yes, yeah. Uh, and with this one, uh, the villains are just not as interesting, which is unfortunate. But at the same time, the game still got the core aspect of what made two great. Well, the what, you know looting and shooting. What took the game so long? Because I heard it's just so similar to two. It's like what took them so long? They wanted to try a different game. They wanted to try Battleborn. So it's Battleborn's fault we waited too long for this game. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. That's then. Then it's okay. Go on. Keep going. And so, um, but yeah, basically, you're getting a better game now. I mean, movement-wise, it's better. You're getting more of the uh, updated control schemes that we're used to in today's day and age, um, and just the mantling and sliding aspects is just huge in, in shooters nowadays. You gotta have it, and then just the shooting, and then actually getting able, being able to loot things and feel like it's worth something. And um, what I will say is that shooting the robots is is much more enjoyable than shooting actual like bandits. I, I feel like, and with the new DLC, you're, that's what you're doing. You're shooting robots, and I, I've actually found the new DLC to be really fun and had a pretty interesting story as well. I, th- I think they did a better job in the DLC than they did with the main game itself. Uh, but yeah, it's my number one. It's still the game I go back to and play, uh, even with the new DLC for Destiny. I, I, I thought, I thought Destiny's that. DLC was going to make you. I thought you could just make that your number one. <laughs> no, no, I, I barely touched it since. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, once Borderlands Three came out, like everything just stopped for me as far as <laughs> other games. So yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. All right, Mike. Okay, well, looking at my list, it looks like I have big-time recency bias, but <laughs> I am going to go with Jedi Fallen Order as my game of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it kind of could have been my surprise, too. And um, the reason is, like, uh, all these games, like, there was never really a moment I thought, like, oh, this is great, except for this approach that here and there, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I hadn't played a one of these Souls-like, or whatever you want to call them before. I played on pretty high, like the second highest. Yeah, Jedi Master. Jedi Master. Because I wanted to sort of experience what that was like. And at first, like, especially before you get a lot of Force powers, I was kind of frustrated with the game. I was like, this is stupid. I keep dying, (laughs) going back. What is this Ogdo-Bogdo thing that I can't kill? (laughs) And uh, why do I, why is there no, like, autosave when you go into an area? It's stupid. What's this? no point for that in this type of game and i'm still not completely convinced it needed that still like it's a sort of metroidvania thing i don't know why you need to physically get knocked back so much when you die but whatever um although the, i did enjoy the sort of the strategy though, of getting your life back and responding everyone because that, that was that is an interesting thing they borrowed I, uh, so i thought that was a, a cool concept and we'll talk about this we have to do a spoiler cast for this but like ptsd was a cool idea to keep your powers under control. So, so yeah, it, well, it's not even that too. It's just like, he, yeah, he separated himself from the force intentionally or whatever. But um, it, it, it's probably the most interesting look at Order sixty six we've seen in the Star yeah. Wars um, yeah. canon. It's also, I think, one of the better excuses for that whole like found recording like world building thing like yeah you explore the the force echoes in this game that's a better way to do it than i think you know bioshock sort of started it i think with uh the recordings and then everyone in the world has done that since then this one it makes 
a little more narrative sense than before. Um, but what I didn't expect from the trailers, and one thing I worried about, is that this isn't actually a fun game to explore the world. Like, exploring the world is interesting and fun. And, um, and as you get better, you really feel a lot more powerful, especially with the Force powers. If I could go back, I probably would have done the uh, refill Force powers with uh, the uh, stem pack perk like, as soon as I could have. Because that would have helped a lot <laughs> with a lot of the fights. And it would have improved my experience a bit. But um, where I ran into trouble late in the game against a certain boss... It was also a real fun fight, so I didn't mind it that much that I had to fight this person eight times <laughs> before I beat them. So that that's that was what was key. My issues with the game is it's a little buggy. Weird yeah. things happen. Mm, yep. The uh, some of the levels are absolutely maze-like, and the the like you said, the map doesn't help. No, no, and I had that problem on Kashyyyk. I I got lost and oh. Uh, I don't think Kashyyyk is anything compared to Zepho. Zepho is a nightmare. Um, but yeah, yeah, and the other issue aside from the fact that the humans they captured, both of which are kind of odd-looking people that are sort of off-putting, in my opinion, <laughs> um, was uh, that there's just the sh- crappy collectibles in this game. Which yeah, they needed better of, stuff. Part of exploration. And uh, I really wish you could change him beyond the poncho, and which kind of looks crappy no matter what color it is, But um, and change the ship that you hardly ever see. But other than that, like, it, there's still I still went and found like all the upgrades in the world. Even after I beat the game, I went everywhere. Um, yeah. I didn't quite 100% all the places, but I went back and did it all, and... Uh, but the combat is real fun once you get used to it, even though it's hard. And uh, I was just very surprised, and I was wanting to get back. I want more now too that I'm done. I kind of I'm hoping for DLC, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, just like think, Outer Worlds. <laughs> I think we're getting we're going to get a sequel, and I think it'll be faster than we expect. But I don't think it's obviously not this year. But we'll get a next uh, Dark sequel. Souls game out, Mike. We'll see. I, so that's the other thing, though. Like the, to me, the whole like the Jeez, sort of like course, super. Though, right? The super, like, edgy, dark world, I'm like, eh, I don't need that. Like, the Star Wars universe is like, all right, that's, that's something interesting. I like that. And and it was fun, actually, customizing the uh, lightsaber, at least. Oh, I kept know? tinkering with the color after I got that that feature. but the, the, Yeah. The only problem is you don't see it too much because it's little. But Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. Cool. But, yeah, that, that has to be my game of the year. It's the closest to great of anything I've played. Is, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I want to call it great. But it's the closest to it. Of like I said, this year. like I said on the movie cast, I don't think I was. I wasn't blown away by like anything. I, this year. I wasn't blown away by anything I played yeah. this year. But it's not taking away from my top two games either. Like they're both good. They obviously could be game of the years. Uh, it's just a matter of this year was. Um, I don't know. Wasn't as. Like the games aren't as memorable in my opinion that I have played. Mm. They're not like impactful for like of the decade, for instance. Like. I don't know if I put any of these on there. Uh, you know, I just, I actually don't think I will. Uh, I'm not actually. And I'm, I have my list to top. I don't know where the 10 are going to fall, but I have my 10 and none, <laughs> none of them are on there from 2019. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that was my feelings this year. Um, that's not to say like three houses was bad. It's a really good game. It's just, 
I felt I don't know. I just wasn't as it wasn't as like holy shit. I have to keep playing this game. That that's what it was. I never had mm-hmm. that feeling. Um, I got See, into I, it and I, I wanted did to play. have that a couple times in Fallen Order. That's why it's my one. Yeah, I never had that moment in that game. I did. It was fun, but the game was so glitchy that it just wasn't my game of the year. Yeah, like I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about it more. But like Fallen Order, like the performance issues just are oh, aggravating. Like at the frame rate, frame rate. Yeah, like the frame rate. Like and it would be like when i'm just walking around there's not even enemies like like single like frame. stutter i'll yeah. be like what the fuck there, is going there on? was there was the constant unreal engine like fake texture thing it's where it's still, like all right that's not it yet here it comes it's frostbite it's frostbite it's, frostbite. Oh, no, it's unreal oh i thought it was i thought it was frostbite. This is, no, no this no, is unreal not oh yeah I figured it is because I recognize it from back, like from Mass Effect One, where it did the same stuff. Is this all Unreal Engine game sort of like preload to like lower res textures, and you, you always get it, but you got it a lot in this. Anytime you changed anything, and then there was sometimes I outran the loading a little bit, where it'd be like, hold on, you can't go that quick. And there's definitely some technical issues in this game. It didn't yeah. like it didn't really stop me from enjoying anything. Other feel, than one, yeah. one crash happened, but I but. feel like this game was definitely rushed out, um, yeah. like to make the deadline. Like, hey, we got Star Wars Episode Nine coming out. This game needs to be around its release. Well, like, y- you need you need a hint of the EA fingerprint on there, right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> even think it was <laughs> EA. I think that was um, Disney slash Lucasfilm. Oh, maybe if anything. I, I would guarantee more on that. I mean, we did have a full fledged Star Wars season that just happened, like. Three major things happened all at once. When yeah, Star Wars. exactly. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Uh, that's going to be our. Just want to recap real quick. Whatever. Our bests or, or the whole yeah, list. Yeah, best, best. best. Our best. So our number one uh, games of the year. Mine was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Tony's. No, I just figured just go through the whole list. Fire like my, Emblem. Like my oh. five, four, three, two, ones. All right, Corey, give us your five. Three. Yeah, my five was. The, Resident Evil 2, 4 was Apex, Gears was 3, Fire Emblem was 2, and Borderlands 3 was my number 1. Alright, mine was Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, Link's Awakening, Fallen Order, Fire Emblem 3 Houses. Tony? Uh, 5 was Jedi Fallen Order, 4 was Sekiro, Souls Die Twice, 3 was Astro Training, number 2 was Resident Evil 2, and number 1 was Fire Emblem 3 Houses. Cool. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, sorry. Mike? Mike. Sorry. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Apex Legends was 5, Mortal Kombat 11 4, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Outer Worlds 2, and Jedi Fallen Order number 1. There we go. That's our best of the year for games. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to do our anticipated as a topic. So we're going to have a couple games listed, maybe something other than games listed as anticipated for some people in 2020. Uh, we are getting next-gen consoles. So we'll be talking about that. And... Um, yeah, uh, tune in then. Uh, we'll have a bonus round next week as well for Mandalorian. Uh, and then the week after that will be our of the decade for 2010 through 2019. That's the criteria. Uh, best games and best movies of that decade. So tune in then. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be, you know, buckle in on that one that's going to be a that's going to be a long episode uh for both of them so uh you know hope you're ready for that one and uh we'll see you guys next week yeah, i'm excited exciting stuff yeah. coming uh we have a lot of topics coming we have a lot like i said we're gonna do a fallen order uh, fallen order um spoiler cast as well at some point here um and so expect that one probably after the decade but after the yeah. best of the decade it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thanks for tuning in i hope you guys enjoyed it see you guys uh soon Happy 2020, Happy New Year again. Yeah.